0: There we go. Yeah! Oh. yeah.
1: That's I see a couple of your headphones are working. <laughs> how are you doing? doing? Welcome to the Wheel of God Day take Man. It's the only podcast in the world that's a complete shit show. I am Kircher with me. It's my co-host to see go? The man with the itchy back. That's what the? Really, like it's really fucking interesting. What the fuck did you do? I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. If you have uh, the image I have <laughs> is that he's trying to. use the door frame or something. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ! I'll keep the people entertained. The image that I just got was as soon as I hit record, this guy starts rubbing his back onto the back of his chair in a in a craze in a absolute craze but he's returning to his seat now thank goodness we have him this is see this is proof that we only do <laughs> one take
2: we only, <laughs> only do one take yeah, yeah that's right uh i don't know what else it's really itchy
1: what'd you do to yourself i don't know it just got itchy anyway hello everybody oh, you're back.
2: hello um we're back in the studio thank
1: goodness thank thank goodness
2: uh which is uh which is excellent it's Good to be here again with you, Church, um, even though I've got an itchy back.
1: Yeah, we always, we always get back into the studio. We didn't <laughs> do any live streams on the weekend. We were busy with family stuff as usual. But we're hopefully going to live stream the end yeah. of a Conspiracy Theory video Yeah, uh, this week with our good week. friend Trash. I think it's going to be... I think it's
2: going to be excellent. I think it's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> I, think I think it's, it's going to be, be the fantastic sort of I episode. think it's going to be amazing. So we
1: have a, a fantastic episode. I, I know... In advance, we've got a great episode, today because we're gonna we have our the podcast consultants are back. The podcast, yes, that's right. The podcast consultants are back. We have a fantastic podcast to to review. I think it's going to take up a majority <laughs> of our show, <laughs> to be honest. So I'm going to get straight into the rant. All right, he's got a rant. The rants are the what people want more than anything else. Then they want to hear the anger. Want to hear the anger. So yeah. here we go. Uh, my Fitbit watch uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um yeah. yeah. As I've got one of those uh like uh, fabric bands mm-hmm. instead of the rubber rubber Now Android. you're not an Apple man. No no, I've got Fitbit. Yeah. yeah
2: you're, you're you're an Android Fitbit. I uh I don't want to show the world I I want to tell the world that I'm conservative with my money. Correct. I don't want to excessively pay for an Apple Watch or yep. an iPhone. Yep. Even though they work beautifully I've together. Had an issue with there's my no Android. issues, there's no problems. But you don't want to be one of those people.
1: I've never had an issue with my androids uh-huh. ever in the history uh-huh. of that. We've had issues with your Apple laptop recording. Mm-hmm. We've never had an issue with my laptop. Well, recording. no, it's probably been
2: me. <laughs> yeah, don't blame, <laughs> don't blame Apple. Blame me.
1: So if that's the case, then I'm going to blame Apple. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in the, the band here, the one of the little sleeves to put the, mm-hmm. you know, to put the, put the other side of the band through, yeah, was falling off. I thought right. I'll, just, I'll just super glue it. Okay, other super glue didn't have any here when I went to my parents. I'm like, guaranteed dad in the garage gonna have some super glue, yeah,
2: yeah. And I mean, him being you know 30 years ahead of you, yeah,
1: uh, has,
2: has li- likely got the supply of super glue. He's probably got four or five super glues that have sort of been used. And I was he's, about to he's say, got another yeah, one. <laughs> yeah,
1: four or five, yeah. one unopened, and three. In various levels uh-huh. of completion, yeah. like yeah. obviously he's <laughs> gone. Oh, I can't find the one I just used. I'll just open a new one. Uh-huh. But he finally condensed it down to one uh, snap seal bag full of. Oh, very organized. But. Various levels of use. Uh huh. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> I'm very proud of him. <laughs> so I pull it out. I'm
2: glad because I just could rip that off the top of my head without ever seeing your dad's garage. That's exactly and what. It and is. I'm so glad that He's that was got correct. So
1: many things like that. Like it's a spool of wires, <laughs> and one's half was a was a full one. There's a half one. There's one that's like three quarters because he forgot that he I had.
2: I feel like as society, is more people live in apartments, right? Then then you know, and buying, it's harder for us to buy the traditional house with, you yep. know, land, that we're missing, people are missing that growing up with the garage. I think so. And the tools.
1: I think so. Like, I don't own many tools, I own some basic sort of yeah. stuff, you know. Probably should buy myself a drill, but to keep borrowing Dad's. So. Yeah. But I've got, like, enough tools to sort of fix things around uh-huh, the house. I've uh-huh. got some screwdrivers, I've got, like, you know. Um, some Allen keys, and I've got the bits and bobs. As yeah. day, and but in 30
2: years' time, when I come to inspect your garage, I expect there to be three to five super glues of different of various <laughs> levels.
1: <laughs> I think I've got that equivalent in guitar <laughs> stuff. Like, here's a pack of strings, but, like, the third string's missing, but this pack, the second and the fifth and sixth are gone. Right. But technically, together, they're one pack. Yeah. <laughs> like, it sort of works out in in the rub, but it's one of those things you put in... Anyway. Use a super glue. And that's what my rant about is, is super glue. Because no matter how careful you can be, you can be the greatest person in the world. You could be a surgeon. Glue. You could be a surgeon. And you will still get super glue on your fingers. You will. Somehow. Mm-hmm. And it's it it takes days to come off and you feel like... You didn't you wear a, a glove? I, I got a story about that. Okay. <laughs> um,
2: Were you told to wear a glove? No,
1: no, no. I was not. Okay. I, I got it on my fingers and I felt like I didn't have fingertips for like a day. Uh-huh until like i had like two three showers like you know of of sweat and yep. using th- yeah. like and it just felt terrible and then the worst part was it didn't even fix my watch band uh-huh. which i tried to fix so after all that now to the glove story right now, is that the
2: rant the rant is just the glue, super glue on the hands
1: yeah it's what's a,
2: what's wrong with your fitbit
1: oh it's, it, it's fixed show me oh there you go nothing nothing the digital side of things but See how there used, there used to be two bands of like that around. Oh, now there's only one. right. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's all fixed up.
2: Okay. It's doing its job. It's it's yeah. it's fine. But it's okay. Yeah.
1: The biggest thing. So my mum goes, oh, don't wear gloves, rubber uh-huh. gloves, when you use super glue. And I'm like, why? You gotta tell you. I'm like, this is gonna be a good story. Mm-hmm. Every time my mom says you don't tell you to do something, she's done something real stupid. Okay. <laughs> is because I've
2: got a friend who is whenever she says don't do something, it always means, Well, I'm gonna do that now.
1: No, this is the opposite. When my mom says something, don't do something, it's only and she's telling a story because yeah. she's done something really stupid and uh-huh. she doesn't want other people to do something really stupid, okay. which is obvious not to do. Mm-hmm. But she's done it anyway. I feel like
2: we need her on the podcast. Uh one day. I one feel like day. she needs to be a guest in this podcast. I think so. Yeah.
1: Um. So, okay, no worries. Well, tell us this story about your time with Superglue Monk. She goes, Well, one time I needed to use super glue, and to not get it on my hands, I just put on a pair of rubber gloves. Mm-hmm. And she was using the super glue, and everything was going great. And then so Glooper glue, glue got on the tip of it, one finger and on her thumb and she put the, like... Oh, no. <laughs> and she stuck the... The the glove together. The glove together. So she yeah. couldn't undo that. So when she went to try to pull it apart and take it off the glove and all that, she ripped the glove <laughs> Yeah. and got Super Glue inside the glove between the finger and the glove.
2: Oh, wow. She's completely <laughs> fucked that up.
1: <laughs> on two or three fingers. So she was sort of stuck together. <laughs> and then she's like, well, I can't really just, you know... The whole the whole that, point I mean, of the glove wearing
2: <laughs> is when you get a little bit of super glue on the glove, you, just, you stop, you, just you stop. take it off, no. and you put on a new glove. No, that's right. So she yeah.
1: not only did she stick the glove together, but she stuck her fingers to the glo- <laughs> the glove with an additional extra thing. So I'm like, this is a great story. This is the equivalent
2: of the person sticking their tongue on like the frozen like yeah. pole and then their tongue stuck. Yeah. Yeah and then
1: they try again because yeah. they think the tongue happened twice. <laughs>
2: I've done that. I've
0: done
1: that. Yeah. (laughs) See? That's the story you got. Like, guys tell stories differently to women. Mm. Right? Guys be like, oh, uh, I really fucked it up once by wearing gloves. I'll tell you the story. Mm -hmm. But women go, oh, don't do that. (laughs) <laughs> and so like, oh, whoa 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 why? Whoa whoa whoa. Now I need to hear that story. It's the reason why you fucked up big time. So guys are up front about the fucking up. They're like, I oh, fucked up big time, let's listen to this story. And everyone's like, That's great. Good advice, solid advice straight away, and funny story. But with women, you like my mom especially, you gotta coax you gotta hoax a coax it out of mm. her like, Oh, don't do that, that's a bad idea. like, so, whoa, 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 why do you think <laughs> Why do you think it's a bad idea? Well, <laughs> oh no no no. <laughs> Come on, Mum. You gotta tell me the story now. Oh well one time. I, you know, ah you gotta go. you gotta go. You can't help it. Stroke her ego. It's like, well, you know, I really want to hear the story, Mum. You're a great storyteller. She's
2: an English teacher. An English she, teacher. Knows, she, knows, she, knows, she knows she knows the knows, story. She
1: knows sentence structure, she knows story structure. Yeah. yeah. Knows how to write a teal method essay. <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs> oh, teal. Topic sentence. Uh, 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 elation, elaboration, elaboration, Link.
1: Link, there you go. There, just in case that any 14-year-olds are listening to this podcast, God bless your soul. And then
2: have to, um, and everyone else is now tuned out. I have out another rant. I have another rant if you want another rant. we're talking about English. Yeah, go for it. Okay,
1: cool. You know when you're walking down, like you've been running? I, I have been running. You've been, running. Riding, you've been yeah. walking, riding your bike, and you're right, sometimes, like, I hope you're not riding on the footpath, but if you're riding on the footpath, got to do that. But if you're walking or you're riding on the footpath... Mm. You know, like headphones on this and that, all good. You're running up and down the st- running up the street. You get turn side, and then the hedges or a tree is overhanging mm-hmm. onto the footpath. Or onto
2: the footpath, yeah.
1: And I'm a short guy, and sometimes it's so low it's still hitting my head. Yeah, and if you're not down.
2: paying attention, wham!
1: Bam! bam. Yeah. It's Just all the leaves in your face, or it's a fruit tree, mm. and all the fruit shits all over the mm-hmm. floor, so you could very easily slip or just get your shoes sticky yeah what the fuck people just it's not hard to hack a tree I, i've hacked all the trees down my driveway recently because i know it's going to grow Ah, uh, but you are want- a
2: homeowner not a renter who doesn't give a fuck
1: that's yeah, very true i'll give you that i do the whole because i'm on the block of units i do the whole driveway
2: and the award goes to you know Anthony. Do, you
1: know why I do For it?
2: doing doing all of that work. Do you know why? Round I do of it? applause I do to a, Anthony. Oh, I
1: got a new car. I don't want <laughs> anything getting on my new car. I don't want any birds swooped oh, out. Oh,
2: so so you're not being, uh, what's the word? Um, not grandiose. Um, you know when you do stuff for people because it's a good Considerate
1: thing? Considerate, volunteer work. Type no, there's of thing. another. Charity.
2: There's another word for Charitable. it. Charitable. Um, I think it starts with A. Selfless. Or. or, or anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're not doing that. I gave you you're doing so synonyms. It's <laughs> just like none of those. <laughs> it's
1: not the one I want. No, <laughs> no. talking no. about helping other people out, being yeah. You but know... there's a word that I'm thinking of that it's not not it's not those synonyms. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I'm very selfless. I know that it's it's person it's for me personally. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm happy to do that. I I not even use. So my... you're an asshole. Yeah. Well, we know that. You <laughs> Welcome to the hundred and forty second third episode of the podcast. If you haven't noticed, I am the asshole of the show. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. Kieran, have you got a rant? Have you got a rant? <laughs> uh
2: look, I just I I just uh, quick public service announcement. If you're in the right hand line and you're and I'm overtaking you, please
1: move over. Yeah, don't speed up. <laughs> please move over. Yeah.
2: Uh, no, I'm I'm rant-free this week. Rant-free. Uh, uh, other than... No. Nah.
1: No, nah, you're good. Uh, I'm good. You've had a good week. You've had a good week.
2: I've had a good week. I've uh, sat on a basketball tribunal. Oh, very handed good. Handed out some sentences. I'm very excited. Uh, you know, pure power. And uh, now I'm here drinking. Well, speak
1: of, speaking of pure power, yeah. my brother is going to run the We Only Do One Take podcast, D&D. Dungeons event. and Dragons event for us eventually. I don't know exactly the date or time. I'm, or... I'm
2: looking forward to this because I know a few other people that play Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Right? And sometimes I see. Sometimes I like to take the piss out of a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's certain things where I'm like, oh, it's really nice that they you know these people get together and play this game. I just I couldn't be part of that. Yeah. Because they're probably taking it a lot more serious than yeah. I am, and you know I'm probably going to ruin it for them. Whereas this I'm very excited you, for. It's like to be ruined. Now I can take the piss out of it. Everyone everyone who's gonna turn up is not gonna be expecting to play proper Dungeons and Dragons. Well,
1: that's the thing. I think because my brother will run it by the book. Yeah. But he And then he's got but, me. But he's dealt with retards <laughs> before. Because he's dealt with me my his whole life. Mm-hmm. So he's got he's dealt with retards. He knows how to deal with them and he knows how to keep he's like he knows how to keep me on track. I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna keep you on track like the way I keep you in, on track in the podcast. Okay. If, if we are, that's one gift God that, gave us. That's one award <laughs> you need to win for
2: keeping Kieran on track.
1: I can't wait. Was it was it offline or was it on the show that you said you're gonna do podcast awards? Oh, I can't, I can't remember. remember. But you said you were gonna do podcast awards and award yourself. Yeah. An award. Yeah. You should absolutely like in like the next two or three weeks. Have podcast awards, and just give awards out. <laughs> this is like Cool Cat. Have you seen Cool Cat? No. The guy, it, I've
2: seen I, Cool Dog.
1: No, uh, Cool Cat. It, yeah. It's amazing. He, uh, It's this guy. He makes these, like, furry suit animal um, mm. children's show. Right. Called Cool Cat. hmm And Derek Savage is his name. Mm-hmm. And all of and then he runs the awards every year. The 420 Awards. I'll show you a video later. Right. And he's just like, and the winner of the best, uh, the coolest movie award is, and it's like an actual like, big movie award. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got no licensing for anything. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like doing it in front of like a green screen. It's
2: probably better than the bloody Oscars.
1: It, it's funnier than the Oscars. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Only 9 million people watch the Oscars or so. That was the viewership.
2: That's... Do you know, I watched a little bit of it. Fuck me. It is the most boring...
1: The Oscars 10 years ago where like, it was the shit. Yeah, I I was having a look at some of the stats. Like, 10 or 15 years ago, like, 30, 40 million people would watch it. Now it was under 10. Hmm. It's because it's become too preachy, too boring. Like, they're going to cut the music on really early.
2: You know who needs to host it? Bill Burr. I don't think... They need to get some comedians that that Action a can't funny. be cancelled and b that don't give a you fuck that, to he... bring in to bring in the viewership.
1: But you say that, but Bill Burr was almost cancelled. Uh oh, you can't cancel Bill Burr now. Well, the reason why he was almost cancelled because he was uh, announcing an award for the MTV Awards mm. and he couldn't say some of the and they gave him like the Latin names to say like oh the best Latin artist. Oh, he, did, he he did the
2: um he did the the not the MTV Awards he did the. Uh...
1: The Grammys. The Grammys. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. And he was saying the names wrong and people were getting angry at him saying, like, oh, he's a white guy that can't say it like this and that he's racist this that. He doesn't give a fuck. Well he's like, one, he doesn't give a fuck. Two, his it, wife is black. Yeah. And you can't <laughs> and you can't cancel his bloody podcast
2: or any of his stand up shows.
1: And his podcast's amazing. Yeah. If we're gonna talk about a guy that could just go off on a rant I wish I was as funny as Bill Burr. Uh-huh. Or at least had half the talent of saying a rant as Bill Burr, yeah, because yeah. he can start with absolutely nothing mm-hmm. and come up with like a 40 minute show and you're like, wow, that was, <laughs> that was, that was great. Yeah. And he's a great drummer. He's, yeah. Oh, taught really? by Yeah, he plays drums. Oh, and uh, he's drum teacher. I don't know if he's still the same drum teacher, but it used to be in a band called the Mars Volta. And I love them. And now the, I think that drummer's playing for Queens of the Stone Age. Cool bands. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's... You got some news for us before we get into the podcast? Good. I've got, I've
2: got a few articles. Please,
1: uh, we got, we got some time.
2: Uh thank. And thankfully, we've got all the time in the world because we're on the internet and can do whatever the fuck we want. That's true, but we don't want to bore the people. <laughs> you know. uh, an elderly couple. This is probably the best thing. Yeah. I've read all week, all month, all year. Yes. Be cool. It is a big call. Elderly couple uses military Morse code to escape from a Tennessee assisted living facility.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 wow.
2: <laughs> I love it because A, it's Morse code. No one, no one, no yeah. one knows how to fucking understand Morse code.
1: Yeah. All
2: right. And then B, they've, they've escaped. They're, they're stuck in this elderly home and they've gone, fuck it. We're getting out of here.
1: It's amazing. was like a great, great Escape type, yeah, type yeah. levels of uh, genius.
2: The uh, They listened and listened until the beeps and the bops finally made sense. And then it was time to go. A husband and wife briefly escaped from a secure memory unit at an assisted living facility by using military experience with Morse code to decipher and memorise the code to an electric door lock. According to the Tennessee Department of Health. The couple who have dementia and Alzheimer's are not identified. Wow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but they went
2: missing for about 30 minutes before a stranger found them walking down the road two blocks from the facility.
1: So that's amazing. They got de- they're in a dementia ward, so yeah. they're losing their memory. Yeah. But they can remember all of Morse code. Yeah, because they
2: probably learned that when they were like teenagers yeah, and the war and it's just, the war, and the it's just in that long-term memory.
1: It's crazy to think that that was a... a- a vital communication method back in the day. Yeah, like that. It's like you know, like dots and dashes or long beeps and short beeps, and you could transmit a message all the way across the world. Like that—that's that, insane to yeah, think. It's a
2: little bit like phones today, where you can ring up someone across the world. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know, but you, that, you had to understand a whole other language. Yeah, you did. You know, that's like, going, yeah, you're taking a phone call, but then also it's in Spanish and then you have to translate it. And then it's not really like back and forth like we are now. It's I've, it's like one side and then you read it and then you beat back.
2: I feel like, do you know any Italian? I know enough. Speak to me in Italian and I'll speak to you in English.
1: Oh, uh, so I can't do that. I I can understand it. I can't yeah. speak it okay. in that way, you know.
2: Well, you could have fooled me.
1: That's true. But I didn't want to fool our audiences. Right. Uh, i', I I'm told but I feel
2: like if you only spoke Italian to me and I only spoke english i you would still roast me I still wouldn't understand have, the roast, and we would continue on
1: I must be i was in in Oct- like at Octoberfest and yeah. I, was, I was sitting on a table with an italian uh, a French and uh um, Austrian I think and they all they all speak different languages and, and, yeah, and I spoke English they spoke broken English i spoke broken you know some- i understood some Italian. French, Italian, close enough at some point, and we were all discussing there the Champions League soccer. I did not know it was going to be soccer. And we and <laughs> Jess, uh, I was talking to these blokes like an hour and a yeah. half, and Jess is like, "Did you understand anything?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." We're all on the same page about the soccer. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, "That's amazing. That's amazing."
2: Don't know about the finer details, but you know, Manchester United sucks.
1: Well, we, who cares about the Premier League? It's just... Um,
2: what do you have for us today? Oh,
1: I've only got one article because I want—I really want to get into the, get it, and I want your opinion because you're you. Okay, this is a very psychological episode we've got for us uh-huh. today, and I want to start off with this. Yeah. Um, could someone who's proper anorexic, uh huh, be a model? I yeah. You think so? or would have body confidence in general?
2: Well, they, they could be
1: a model. Could But they, would, would they have body po- 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 confidence? Confidence in their body with someone who's has been anorexic? Uh,
2: probably not. I would say not,
1: yeah. right? They wouldn't probably want to be a model because they're a bit shy of the, the, the look of their body. Mm. You know?
2: But if they're like properly, properly anorexic, they're probably in hospital.
1: Mm. Okay, good. Tess Holiday. Do you know who Tess Holliday is? Yeah. Okay. She's what we call a plus-size model. Uh-huh. Well, that's what they're called. Uh-huh. And I'll show you a picture. And you, dis- you describe to me if this is a person is a plus-size model or not. But Tess Holiday reveals she's anorexic. This plus-size model says she's healing from an eating disorder after punishing her body up over many years. So I'm going to show you a photo of Tess Holiday. Mm-hmm. Now you tell me, is this person here anorexic?
2: Well, she's she's definitely plus size. <laughs>
1: uh, her, uh, her legs are as big as my head. <laughs> I don't think this chick is missing a meal. Uh huh. You know, uh, you know, anorexic people yeah, they might throw up, but they definitely don't eat a lot to get to this body size. Mm-hmm. And I heard her on a podcast, and she said she's over four hundred pounds, which yeah. is like two hundred kilos. Yeah. That's more than double, more than two of me.
0: Uh
2: huh. Um. Well, it's it, uh, technically anorexia is you ha- you're obsessed with what you eat, mm-hmm. uh, and your body
1: image. Okay, good. So let me show you a picture. So she, she could be. She could be. I'm going to show you another article. Another article. So she released this article. Yeah. So she was one of the first people, uh, the first plus size model, to be. Um, on the cover of Cosmopolitan. Uh huh. Have a look at this now. Read the read the headline.
2: All right, so I've just I've just re-Googled the uh, criteria. You've got to have low body weight. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Let's start with that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Read the headline of this here. Uh, it's a video, but read, read read the video. It says video.
2: Uh, bearing it all, plus size model test holiday poses totally naked with her backside to the camera for an impromptu photo shoot with an also-nude male friend who is not her husband. Tess Holiday posts a video eating a cake of herself <laughs> on Instagram to shut down society's perception of beauty standards.
1: Okay, so she's been anorexic for years uh-huh. and she's posting naked photos of herself with not her husband uh-huh. on social media of her eating an entire cake. Okay. Now, which part of this screams <laughs> anorexic to you? The bit where she's eating the cake? The bit where she's... On social media naked, or the bit where she's 400 pounds?
2: Which part? Uh, oh, look, Church, it's, uh, it's very complicated. Or the bit where she doesn't <laughs> match
1: any of the criteria you just ran <laughs> out. Which bit of that is the anorexic bit? I'm, I'm excited to see her weight loss journey into being a, a normally functional. She could
2: be bulimia nervosa.
1: She absolutely could be. But if she's got that much, I yeah. don't. She's going to have to keep a lot down. But she's not anorexic. That's definitely not anorexia, yeah. but she's in. But she's in rehab for and her anorexia. Okay, I'm very excited to see her her progress. You know, yeah, you know. And I think when you get to that size like well, was, this is
2: one of the things, right, where they go in and they're diagnosed and they treat, and then she just goes, uh, "I'm just, I don't believe them, and I'm just going to use my social media and say whatever." Yeah, yeah.
1: I I listened to her on a, another podcast. Uh huh. And she was saying that, like she, like she's. Run, gone down runways and uh, and she goes oh i got tattoos when i'm younger and the older i've got the more tattoos i've got and it's like yeah can you imagine though like she started off at high school she was 200 pounds a mere 200 pounds mm. and now she's in her nearly 400 pounds mm. can you imagine going oh I, i'm double my size i'm happy with it i got a tattoo back in the day you can actually track how big she's gotten because the tattoo would have stretched with her skin to cover the muscles around her different parts of her body. Like that's how overweight and big she's gotten since, uh-huh, she's, uh-huh. since she became old enough to get tattoos. Uh-huh. But in high school, the end of high school, she was over 200 pounds, which is like a hundred kilos Yeah, for someone who's sh- just as short as me.
2: Oh, I don't know, good on her. I don't, I don't know who she is.
1: Just Oh, she's scammed people before. The whole okay. thing about her. Ah,
2: right. She's done a lot of scamming.
1: Yeah, yeah. She. And she's she, trying to get a lot of the sympathy. But she's part of the, that body positivity movement, yeah. which yeah. I've talked about before. Is not for fat people. It's for people like in wheelchairs or yeah. are missing half a face because they got caught into a fire. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, you know what? You've got that dip in your chest that, you know, because the skeleton hasn't grown mm-hmm. thing when you when you're a kid or you've got you know you
2: yeah let's be positive about our body Let's be po- yeah, yeah fine yeah. like
1: you know yeah you're still a functioning member of society you're doing the right thing and then like fat people across the world go and we're positive about our body too and it's like well actually well, let's hold on a minute let's talk about this no you're now shaming our bodies oh okay be positive except when it causes you lots of you know Apparently, you can be anorexic at four hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know,
2: you're going to have a lot of fun with this podcast that we're reviewing. We're going to have a great
1: time <laughs> right, You want to do another? You can do some articles. All right, then all right. do this. I'll, I'll, I'll just. The I'm only gonna... one, other one I had was uh, Caitlyn Jenner says that trans people shouldn't be in the Olympics.
2: So I'll I'll do a quick whip around. Do a quick, whip, uh, a quick whip, around. whip around. Pennsylvania man arrested for breaking into women's home and stealing her sex toys. That's
1: great. Uh, good.
2: Thought that was pretty pretty good uh trillions of <laughs> cicadas and i almost pronounce them as c- cicadas yeah <laughs> delicious yeah the, the are, about, cicada. are about to emerge after 17 years underground
1: wow that's so a bit it's gonna be a spray. big
2: one month mating frenzy
1: spray them you, fucking spray them
2: oh there's gonna be so many of them thank god it's in america not oh, here good. in australia uh but you know futurama when dr Zoidberg goes to mate oh yeah it's, it's a little bit like that. it's gonna be a little <laughs> bit like that it's going to be fucking loud
1: uh, wouldn't you just spray them at that point like obviously they haven't been no 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 just... we're,
2: t- we're talking we're talking like you're not going to be able to spray them imagine going down to St Kilda Beach all the way down to like uh just crop dust them just more, fucking morning, put a helicopter
1: you know what's a helicopter that dumps water on the fires
2: oh yeah that's in America at the moment because we're in our winter
1: yeah, true. no, but like we've got in Australia that helicopter that dumps water on yeah, fires.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not here at the moment. They're all in America.
1: Yeah, good. Well, they've got those. Yeah. Just dump poison gas. Oh, that's what I
2: mean. They're in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. can do that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Uh, and then my last one uh, Kenyan anti vaccine doctor dies from COVID 19.
1: Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you're gonna go go the way of the, the, the pandemic how is I know India's doing really, really bad with the, the COVID recently, but how how is no one's really talking about Africa. Yeah. Like I'm sure Africa aren't like swinging around masks and uh hand sanitizer. And how are they doing worse than us or are they doing better than us? Or are they doing but To be
2: honest, I have not paid attention. No. I've just carried on with my life. Uh, and, I told you and, it's a myth. <laughs> and, and, that's, and that's that. My sister's in quarantine. Yeah, good. Uh, I told her off for travelling interstate. It's pretty funny. And then uh, then she ends up in quarantine. So that's that's hilarious. Did I tell you that I almost had to do quarantine?
1: Yeah, you did. It was offline. Off, off oh,
2: online. right. There we go.
1: We t- we do talk before and after. Yeah, I sorry. know. I can't remember. <laughs> it's I can't a, remember. It's I a blur. Look, All I
2: can say is thank God I was late because I was going to go into the Melbourne Airport Terminal. Very exciting. But I was late. And so I didn't. So then finally, I
1: saved myself from two weeks of quarantine. Finally, your lateness <laughs> has given you one benefit. Kieran, you better put your headphones on. Because right. we're going to do something very exciting. We're going to do the podcast consultants bit of the show. But we have a theme tune. We have a theme tune. Yeah, ready? I thought to myself, you know, I'm just going to play it. You tell me okay. if you like it or not. All right. Podcast Consultant, where I, Turch, and my CEO, Kieran, want to help you make your podcast better with helpful advice across the board.
2: And now, it's the podcast. (laughs) Whatever.
1: (laughs) That's brilliant. It's fantastic. I thought it was... I was waiting. I was like,
2: when are we going (laughs) to talk? Because I haven't heard the tune before. I like it.
1: It's meant to be like, you know those like business-centric yeah, sound? Yeah. Like codes. <laughs> I thought that'd be really funny. If we synergy. Synergy. Yeah. Dimensions. <laughs> adding to your portfolio. <laughs> you know?
2: It's now time for podcast consultants. No consultants. That's
1: right. You know, So, definitely, I think it's a winner. Okay.
2: <laughs> Which is good. And as but a winner, let's keep it.
1: We're talking about something very interesting today Mm -hmm. and it's a podcast called brain buddies brain buddies and it's hosted Uh by (laughs) (laughs) it's hosted by the true bell system what is the true bell system we will find out but look this podcast is aimed at people with did and what does did stand for kieran
2: Dissociative identity disorder.
1: And what does that mean for a, for an idiot like myself?
2: Okay, think of split personalities. Yes, yes, yes. Me, myself, and Irene. Yeah, okay. Have you seen the movie Me, Myself, and Irene?
1: I don't think I have, but I get the gist.
2: Okay, so it, a, a dissociative identity disorder. Think of someone as there's yourself, Turch. Yeah. But then there's also another person. Yeah. Who's got a different personality. Yeah. Who might be called Tom. Right. And, and you swap between the two. And you end up swapping between the two. And then Tom might be a crazy maniac or Tom mm. might be a person who loves cats instead yep. of Dweezel. Yep. Right.
1: That's just... And, yeah, and you have these, you know, usually one person, maybe two people inside mm-hmm. your head. Look,
2: clinically, the, the, the clinical one, the, like, the biggest I've ever seen is 26. Mm-hmm. But I haven't personally seen that. I've just seen that in a training video.
1: Right. Which could be just a fake thing that they've put together.
2: Well, I doubt it because it's like the American Psychiatric Society putting that one together. Fair enough.
1: So that's a big a big number. 26. Because
2: it's very, very rare. Very rare. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Right. It is a very, very rare disorder. Oh, and I have to admit, a lot of the trained clinicians aren't specialized in it because mm. it's so, so rare. It's so rare. Right.
1: And I'm I'm assuming it takes a long time to get diagnosed. It does take a long time. How Good long time. would you say it takes to get diagnosed with this?
2: Oh, uh, it's it's like
1: five. Like, I I, I uh, I've read between five and ten years of sort of yeah. Proper,
2: definitely over a year. Yes. Definitely over a year. Yeah. Five to ten years. In some cases, a clinician may not know the other how many personalities they're dealing with. Yeah. Which could take up to 10 years. Could now, even take the way that years. I thought
1: about it for people who are idiots like me and love yeah. South Park, you know the uh, the Chinese uh, restaurateur, uh-huh. Chittywok? Yeah. And how he's got the split personalities? Yeah. That's who I was thinking okay. I just had to make
2: the comment because they had an introduction and then they had an episode. Okay. And there's just been nothing published since. I know. And I'm like, and I just went, well, I wonder if they're just having their other personalities at the moment. <laughs>
1: that's why there's there's a gap let's talk about <laughs> the introduction let's talk about the introduction because the introduction when i first thought about i found this show i was like and then i listened to the episode like, oh this can't this is not going to be a good one for us hmm. as so i thought it was actually quite good mm-hmm. but let's so listen to the intro and then let's say where it takes a turn okay okay
3: System, and this is our podcast, Guilty by Dissociation. This podcast will be based around our own experiences as someone with Dissociative Identity Disorder, DID, formerly known as Multiple Personality Disorder, as well as the experiences of the many others like us. We're hoping to give you a look into our minds, a look into our worlds, our imaginations, a look at who we are without fear of judgment, without having to pretend or be someone we aren't, as we so often have to do. And so I say, for those seeking solace, welcome home. Those simply interested and willing to listen and learn,
1: come on in. No, fantastic introduction. Uh, fantastic. Yeah. And off the bat, maybe I'll actually get into this and really learn something because I like listening to random yeah, podcasts. Yeah. And, yeah. You say uh, no,
2: very, very nice introduction. I have to admit, the introduction goes for forty-five
1: minutes. It does. It does. So it does. The whole episode is introductions. Yeah. But th- then there's a second part of this because this is obviously the pre-recorded bit mm-hmm. of the show. This is the bit where it kind of turns into the echo chamber part of the show. Soon
3: after we came to terms with our multiplicity, we sought out and found some support groups on Facebook. We created a Discord account in order to keep a virtual system journal and noteboard. Then eventually came Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Through these platforms, our alters began finding their voices, speaking their minds, and talking with other systems. While connecting with those with shared experiences, we didn't feel alone anymore. We felt seen. We felt valid. That feeling having people to relate to who understand you in a way that no one ever has before, that feeling is addictive.
1: Okay. So straight off the bat, I'm like, wait a second. So you instead of like going to seek help mm-hmm. and discussing this and figuring out why this has happened, or even this is real and you're just not making up imaginary friends. Mm. Which they talk about later on, funnily mm. enough. Mm. You went on the internet and found a bunch of people who also thought that they had this illness. And you keep in contact with each other and almost play pretend with each other, well, I gotta admit like i i I'm being you know
2: on the flip side, if you've got a disorder and yeah. and you can find other people like you,
1: ah oh, good, go for it i I'm all for that absolutely, I'm not saying not, but I think in this case here, they're all just validating each other and saying yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, and especially just, the way they're going to describe I just, things later. I've
2: just got to say this in the front. I'm listening to this going, okay, they're, they're, we'll get there in a moment. They're all talking, but I'm listening going to this. But if they've all got DID, how do I know that it's a real person? Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> there
1: were so many questions. So many. Okay, so this is hosted by the, uh, uh, let's just say, so they had this beautiful introduction, mm-hmm. pre-recorded. Brilliant, fantastic. fantastic, big tick. Now, problem is with this show is that there's a guitar playing in the background. Turn
2: the music off now. Oh, no music now, ever again. Background music fade out. Always. Yeah.
1: Um. So definitely get rid of that in the background, or have it like way lower in the mix. Have put your voices way up.
2: No, no. I'm a person who says get rid of your music. Yeah. If it, you're there to talk, see if you're doing transitions, you can have a yeah, bit of like music, like a little podcast consultant bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. I agree. Well, this is the worst way to start a podcast. This comes out straight from the the pre-recorded bit, which sounds fantastic, straight into their Zoom call, mm. which they've obviously just ripped and just put together into audio software. This is exactly how it starts. Out. After all that beautiful introduction, this is how it begins.
3: Brainwash the singlets. Brainwash
4: the
2: singlets. All right. I'm literally shitting on the floor. I cannot. Did <laughs> you say I'm right. shitting um, on the floor?
1: So yes. <laughs> <laughs> I also say at the beginning. I miss that when I listen to it. I also say at the beginning, brainwash the singlets. <laughs> now, at the beginning, I'm like, because a singlet's at like a top. <laughs> but, like, no, no, no. I had to look this one up. A singlet is someone who only has a single person in. Like like us, Kieran. Regular people. Right. We're singlets. We're singlets. Okay. Whereas they are systems because they have multiple people in Got them. it. You know? Very good. So, let's say their introduction Within the, after the re- pre-recorded introduction, let's hear their actual pre- re- introduction. In this, in the zoom call, we have four bodies and probably over a thousand
3: people. It's a great old <laughs> fantastic time.
1: A thousand people? But that's two hundred and fifty people in each person. person. That's what they're implying in yeah. this. Yeah. Kieran, I can't even be bothered taking care of myself. I call BS. I call so much bullshit. Straight. You know They said, oh we've got three people in us. Okay, I'm I'm sort of buying it a little bit. Yeah. When you say there's easily a thousand people on this phone call, mate, man, you can go absolutely get fucked. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That is that what triggered you to be being like, this might not be. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, but the important question is, with these thousand people on the phone call, who is the host? Mm -hmm. Let's find out. Okay, who's going
3: first? (laughs) True
5: Oh
3: (laughs) fuck. I elect you.
0: You're literally
3: the host, but okay. Yeah, I'm not, though, It's the thing. Like, I'm literally
6: not the host. The host of the podcast, Trubo!
1: <laughs> now, the great bit about that part of the show is that it reminded me of... Do you know who Abbott and Costello are?
2: Remind, I'm thinking of Tony Abbott and Peter <laughs> Costello, right, the politicians, no, no. which I don't think is who you're no, referring no. to. They're like
1: a comedy duo from like the 1940s, 1950s, and they had this bit about baseball players mm-hmm. and who was on each base. Right. And this reminded me, that their sketch of that reminded me of these this, this group of people discussing on who... Was the host of the show? Let's have a listen. Oh, sure, but you know they give baseball players nowadays very peculiar names. I know, a lot of funny names. You know, like uh, Sticky Fields, Sticky Fields, uh, Goofy Dan, Booby Barber, Booby Barber. I know all of <laughs> well, let's see. Now, we have on our team, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what, that, out, the, uh-huh. that's what I want to find out, the guy's name. That's what I want to find out, the guy's name. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Now, Abby, you want to be the manager of the baseball team? Yes. You know the guy's name? Well, I should. Well, you tell me the guy's name's on the baseball I team. I say, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. You ain't saying nothing to me yet. Go ahead and tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. It's a classic It's a funny. classic sketch. Right? Yeah. And that's exactly how I thought. Now, Kieran, how many hosts on the show that were there?
2: Okay, I thought three.
1: The yeah, three. Okay, there's definitely. I, but I, I,
2: I say three because at the time I was listening to this, Niall was yelling at me. Perfect. Well, probably Niall's the fourth. Four probably person. about the bins. I've uh, heard about the bins. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: four hosts of the show. So let's find out. The first one is the True Bell System, who end up being the the host, as we say of of the show. Let's find out about this host one. of the podcast of the podcast, not host
2: of the, the person, the personalities. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm the Truebell system. We're a system of 60 plus alters. We're a traumagenic system and we're currently pursuing diagnosis. I have no idea who's currently fronting, so I'm really
1: sorry. So this person here is hosting the show, the Truebell mm. system. There's 60 people and they have no idea who's being the person in their head speaking on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect way to start a show. I, I,
2: I, I'm a little bit sceptical. Now, I'm not saying DID isn't a real disorder. No. But I'm a little bit sceptical if you know, if you've got 60, how do you keep track of 60? Amazing. And how 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 do you know you've got 60? How? Like, because if you're any of the other personalities... Yeah. The, the whole thing with DID, right, Turch, is... The the clues that start to tell me that you have DRD, and they do talk about this, but the clue is when I start going to you like, oh, what did you have for dinner? Mm. And you go, oh, I didn't have dinner. And you're like, I was with you. Yeah. You had dinner. Yeah. And you're like, I I didn't. Like, you've got, you're just adamant. So people with DRD have a lot of, t- this time disappears. Yeah. They can't remember anything.
1: No. At all. And they do talk about that. I didn't take too many clips of that because that sounded pretty legit. Yeah. But but 60, I'm a little bit sceptical. Okay, let's just say, I don't know, Even every day you have to swap between these 60 Like altars. I said, do you know
2: what I said at the start? The uh, uh, American Psych Society, the video yeah. and the training that I have, was like 26 was an extreme.
1: Amazing. Right? Well, we're going to find out more because we've got the next person here. Use the Rotunda system. Now, the uh-huh. Rotunda system is a little bit different than the True Bell system. Yeah. They actually know who's hosting okay. at this point in time, so let's have a listen to that.
6: We are the Rotunda system. We are a traumagenic, undiagnosed, pursuing diagnosis system of 23 was the last head count, and I counted maybe two weeks ago, so by god, it's somewhere in the 20s.
1: So this person has twenty-three people in their head that they know of. And they had to do like a like a roll call lineup count <laughs> two weeks so ago. See,
2: one, so one of the other things with people with DID is I'm when I know you're Anthony, I'm saying Anthony, I met another personality. Yeah. And here's like video evidence of yeah. our conversation. Yes, yes. And then here's another person of you. Yes. And here's another person of yes. you. Yes. And so I'm now giving you evidence to say because you as Anthony are going generally what the fuck are you talking about, Kieran?
1: Yeah, this uh, is one thing that I got at, because I tried to look up some of it just to yeah. understand it a little bit more. Maybe I was completely wrong about it. my My thing was, like you said, they don't really remember. They might remember glimpses of something, but mostly they don't remember when they change from one person to another. Yeah. And the people don't really interact with each other, and they all don't live in a society in their head mm. together to push someone through. Usually they it's a complete split, where they're not... like. Two like two people in the same room type mm. of thing, but these people here seem to have like oh yeah, and there's Jimmy in the brain, and today I'm Jimmy, but tomorrow I might be Helen. It's like wait a yeah. second, no 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 no, how do you, you shouldn't remember any of this? How can you know who you are, but also know that you're not the host, or yeah. you're not this person, you're not that person, or you have other people in your head? They talk about that. So so far we've got. Sixty people will say, and we'll say we'll give it the benefit of the doubt and just say the twenty-five. So now we're up to eighty-five people on this Zoom call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. one doesn't actually know who's in charge, mm-hmm. and this person obviously knows that someone's in charge. But there's another person, the Sage System, which I think is possibly more in line with the the, the diagnosis aspect of it.
4: We are the Sage System. Um, I'm L. I'm the host currently. Um my preferred pronouns are she or they, um, the body age is 18, we are traumagenic, It's currently seeking diagnosis, um, and we have 113 alters, <laughs> um, in <and> counting. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> And uh, a fun fact about our system is that a couple of our alters speak languages that we made up through the course of our life. Some of, some of these languages we didn't even consciously make up. They just, the alter just came out knowing what that language was. And we had no idea what it was. They didn't even speak English.
1: So, this person has 113 people in their brain at all times. Going crazy.
2: I just have to call BS and counting.
1: And then the people in her brain or his brain or they brain, yeah, that they're talking about. Some of them didn't even know English when they created them in their brain. See, maybe, maybe
2: they're all got they're all a different personality than their general self, and maybe they're all just liars.
1: Yeah, yeah, or. This person's just making shit up. Yeah, their
2: personality just makes shit up. You know
1: what? If someone came in to me, I'm not a psychologist or you know anything like that, but someone I've got 113 people in my brain, and some of them don't speak English. I'd be like, "You're really stupid." (laughs) Like, I don't want to talk with you at all. But the final. So currently we have 200 ish people. Yeah. On the Zoom call. Uh, I mean, so so you talk to people, like, right, right when when you're so talking, you're, you know what you've talked about? What the extremes are? Yeah. are like, and you said like over twenty, crazy, yeah. extreme. So far, we've got somehow three people uh-huh. on one podcast, yeah. and somehow gotten together and found each other that have over twenty people in their brain each, and all of them, according to them, have not been diagnosed.
2: And it's it's. See, it's interesting because when you when you are working with, uh, let, let's say, DID or schizophrenia, etc. You you're also talking to family members. You're also talking to other people. Yeah. and you're trying to you're trying to validate. You're trying to validate, trying to validate this. Okay, they're saying there's 116 people in my head, and you're going to other people and going, "All right, have we seen like." F- one fifty different types, twenty different types, ten one different other types. types, another <laughs> type.
1: Um, what, yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're gonna find about the water trap system, uh-huh. and this one here easily is for me—not I like, not a psychologist, have no training. I definitely one hundred percent know that this person is just stupid. Okay.
5: Hi, we are the water
6: trap system. <laughs>
5: We are a traumagenic OSDD, well, thinking we're OSDD, system seeking diagnosis. I'm Weaver, one of the hosts. My pronouns are he, they. There are eight of us. And a fun fact, our our inner world looks a lot like fucking
1: Animal Crossing. Okay, (laughs) as soon as you said that. Um, do you know what Animal Crossing is? That's a
2: game? It's a game. On you, Facebook?
1: It, it's a, no, it's on like uh, Nintendo. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen what it looks like?
2: Uh, no, but sorry, I'm just shitty at the fucking background music.
1: I oh, know, it's pretty bad. Um, I'm going to show you a picture of Animal Crossing. Now, the whole point of Animal Crossing is that you join a town and start developing a town and helping other people develop a town. Uh-huh, now, does right. that sound like what he's trying to do in his brain a little bit? No. Like, he's like, oh, more people. A town, yeah. Okay, this is what apparently his brain looks like, his town looks like in his brain. Okay. With all all these people. All right, now I understand Animal Crossing. It's just a person who has played too many video games. Mm -hmm. But, Kieran, I know you've you've discussed what DID is, what it is, how to describe it, what diagnosis is. Let's have a look. What do they think DID is? Now i'm just gonna put it out there i didn't put in the sound effect this was in the show (laughs) (laughs) thanks
2: for the heads up Turch.
3: so let's let's start with just um the what and why of did and osdd so what is it and why is it formed
1: I swear to God, I did not put that sound effect in there. If you go back to the episode <laughs> and listen to it, they put in that sound effect. So someone is actually editing these shows. <laughs> okay, so apparently <laughs> so one of their personas of their 16 personas or so in the True Bell system ed- put that in. So, let's find out because they talk about when you start to have People develop, other people develop in your head. And it's caused a lot of the time by apparently childhood trauma. Yeah, that, that is correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's
6: basically yeah. child child experience trauma. Child go, I hate this. Child no longer perceive trauma. Child multiple states of child split into several children. <laughs> several children take over for original child to deal with the other trauma.
1: Now, if only they didn't explain it like. Mm-hmm. really dumb mm-hmm. in a really dumb way they could have had a point here but but they, they, they keep adding to it as well um but they're very specific on when the trauma has to happen okay. which i didn't think was a thing yeah but they definitely they have instilled a a, a cutoff point so child
3: gets traumatized initially as small child
6: yes
1: Yes, and small child. Before the age of nine. Before the age of nine. So, after you have. If you have trauma at 10? 10 or 11 or 12. No, you can't. You, you can't, can't get, get D-I-D. DID.
2: Yeah, bullshit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm not a scientist. I just know that a birthday means that you can't get an illness. <laughs> well, look, I, and Church, I'll,
2: I'll educate everyone. Please. 12 isn't a magic number. No. Right. <laughs> but the age of 12 13 is when kids start to go from concrete to abstract. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like so so it's when uh, it's when we're sort of going all right there's got a greater understanding of the world. I can now sort of talk in more abstracty type of terms.
1: Uh it's a, understanding people better, better in a different way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if they had said 12 maybe
2: maybe, and it's a massive stretch, they would have a lot more credibility. Nine, nine, is, just nine is just another number. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: very good. Um, but they talk about the types of trauma that, that can cause, uh-huh. cause DID. Trauma is uh,
6: all about perception.
1: Trauma is about perception. Now, I kind of agree with that, but then what they go on to say yeah. makes me really question... Well, trauma
2: is about how you perceive it. There's, 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 there's.
1: It's not like there's a list of things that
6: are traumatizing. No, it's like if if bullying is traumatic to one person, it's not traumatic to another. It's traumatic.
4: Like, calm down. It could be neglect, or even your
3: dog died.
1: Okay, I'm gonna put it out there. If if your dog passes away and you need to create four hundred people inside your brain to deal with that, I think there might be something. A little bit messed up other than the DID aspect of your brain. Well, there's
2: a little bit more messed up than just the dog dying. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I think
1: there are other factors. I can't, you know, so realistically, if trauma could be anything, you someone can call you a name once. Technically, that's bullying. Yeah. Someone can go, oh, you're smelly. And technically, your brain can go under the age of nine. Whoa, I need to create 400 people. Yeah. That's what there's, there's
2: probably a lot. There's there's generally a lot more going on. See see this is this is the thing, right? Kids don't have a lot of control. No. Uh and, and one of the big you know, kids one of the biggest things is they stop eating. Yeah. Or they're very fussy about their food. Yeah. Because they can control that. Uh they can't really control a lot of other things. Yeah. Or, you know, there's so much stress is built up, then yes, this DID, they dissociate. Mm. Uh, going to deal with everything Go into another is, world yeah. because they, they, they can't, you know, they can't go to the shop and pick the food. They can't control if they're being bullied. They've got to go to school every day because yeah. mum and dad take them there. All right there's a lot. So there's there's elements and there's elements to that. Well, um,
1: well one of those things is like there's elements that they can't control, mm. but these people talk about different things that happen to them and it doesn't sound right at all. I'll give you an example here.
6: I have a question for you guys, then. Oh, no. Um, did you guys experience the thing before you figured out that you were a system? That, oh, yeah, these are my imaginary friends. They, A, talk back to me, and B, control my body sometimes.
1: So, obviously, this is what her feeling was. She had these imaginary friends that controlled her Hmm. body. Now, the great thing about this is the response from everybody else.
5: No?
0: (laughs) No.
1: (laughs)
5: What I, I, I had the I had the talk to me, but not the oh they control my body.
1: Because <laughs> uh, once again, dit. Yes, and. You know what? Yes, and on a podcast, just go. Yes, I never that. <laughs> not exactly that, but something like it. Like oh, then you know, there's your validation. Yeah, I, mean, no, it I love it. No, because
2: I just come back to dit. You don't remember. Well, there's time lapses, so I, this is where I get a bit confused about these other people controlling their body.
1: Yeah. Now, and they still understand.
2: Now there is a thing called disassociation. Yeah. Right. Not not DID, where people feel like they have these out of body experiences.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, which that sort of
1: that's what that sounds like. It does. Kinda. Well, look, this person here has. But I'm like, those...
2: but I'm like, that's not split. That's not like the split personality. No. no. Well,
1: th- this person here experiences like memory loss. We mm. talked about that at the beginning uh, of this sort of segment, but they experience memory loss. But, I, I let's listen to the clip, and then I've got an opinion on it. Okay. Or, um,
4: it's kind of like what you might experience when you're driving on the highway, or you're in the passenger seat on the highway. You pull up onto the highway, and you're going along, you, you get up onto the ramp, and you're driving home. And next thing you know, you're already at your exit, and you don't know how you got there. That's a form of dissociation and amnesia that often occurs with us. You don't know how you got there, but you knew you were driving the entire time.
1: Okay. They're saying that they don't remember things. Just like you were driving on the highway and suddenly you're at home. And you don't remember how you got there. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you something very Uh special Uh here. I've never driven home somewhere and not remembered that I went from A to B. Mm -hmm. Even in my most tired, angry, whatever feeling. I'll always remember that, yeah, I I drove that, or something reminded me of that driving experience. What they're talking about here is someone who actually has memory loss or dementia. Well, no, but I, I Church,
2: people, and I, I've experienced this as well, I've been driving and then all of a sudden turned up at a destination and gone, fuck, I don't remember. Like, I know I was driving, I just don't remember it. I've disassociated with it. Right? Yeah. Especially when I lived out in the country, those long forty-five yeah, minute okay. drives, right? And you're like, "Oh shit, I'm I'm here." There's normal disassociation. That's right. Yeah. You know, you're sitting in a lecture theatre. The lecturer is blabbering on, and then all of a sudden, you're like, "Oh, it's finished," but I have no idea what was said.
1: Yeah, but that for me, that's not really like a disassociation aspect. That's just you daydreaming. Or yeah, well, it's dayd- diffi- you you
2: you are disassociating in that yeah. technical term, but daydreaming. But, what, but I come back to, it's not, it's not DID because they haven't got, they're still remembering an aspect to it.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And look, look at this person.
3: Hmm. I remember hearing someone say, my son is not gay while I was sitting on my bed. Just some, like some woman saying, my son is not gay. And I'm like, I don't have a son. I don't know what you're on about, but this is normal. This is fine. Hello, long
1: have been going for? Uh, yeah. Okay, so this person says they act drunk when they disassociate. Whenever I
6: dissociate, I have been told by, like, my um friends and my boyfriend that, uh like, I act like I'm either A, drunk, or B, de- extremely delirious. And, like, my speech slows and everything. They're like, yeah, you you drank something. I'm like, no, I didn't. I literally just don't know who I am right
1: now. So this person acts drunk when they disassociate with themselves, has it? Well, that that I mean
2: that I believe what she's saying there because she's saying I don't know.
1: Yeah, that uh, the, uh, I uh, don't know. I, a bit, fine. Yeah. But the fact that he/she drunk get acts drunk every single time. Yeah. For me, it just means you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, they they talk about hosts and altars, you know, and this is what we talk about at the beginning of the show. Uh-huh. So. A system
5: is the body itself, the entire group of alters. Um, and the alters themselves are the different parts, the different fragments that have split off from the various traumas and stressors
1: in the body's life. So that makes sense. Okay, so you've got the host, which mm-hmm. is the, mm-hmm. like, you know, is me. Yeah. And then I've got alters, which are in the background. Yeah. And sometimes they swap out. Perfect. Um, you know. So this person here is 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 special.
6: So the host is the person that deals with the day to day life. The host is responsible for presenting the entire system as a single person.
1: So the host is so a person is the person. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what? When she talks about this, I always think to myself, I I don't understand. I I'm not familiar with
2: this language of systems and hosts and person. I'm just like, so you're a person.
1: Yeah. Because
2: when they come into therapy right when when someone comes in with d i d yeah let's just say they've got four different personalities mm. the, the and it this is why it also takes you years in regards to therapy as well because you're unpacking generally that that trauma that's occurred yeah and giving them coping strategies and ways to deal with it and and eventually you want them to come back to their their, their self their self yeah. These because these other very happy, th- these with other everyone else. Well, th- the thing is, these other personalities and everything it actually it causes distress. Because, how do you maintain personal relationships? How do you maintain family relationships? How do you maintain work?
1: Which is even crazy to me. How one do you maintain the, one of them says they have a partner? One that like, mm. has a boyfriend. I'm like, how the f- I, I would rather date many chicks with one brain. <laughs> then one chick with hundreds of people living inside her, you know yeah, what I mean, yeah, yeah, like, like let's be straight here, yeah. <laughs> but th- this person has a host, like they do the day to day sort of thing, this room and then they have all these altars for me,
2: well, their human body has to eat and shit.
1: do you remember <laughs> do you remember in this in Seinfeld, and George is like, there's at home, George. <laughs> <laughs> And, and it's, then there's it's, work, George. There's work, George. It's independent, George. <laughs> and they can't cross the street. <laughs> That's how <all> I'm thinking. <laughs> I, you know, I get that. There's podcast, Turch. There's playing music, Turch. And there's work, Turch. <laughs> and there's fiance, husband, Turch. They're all, they're all connected. So you've got four altars. I've got four altars, oh. baby. Right now, I'm definitely podcast, church! <laughs> but this, okay. So they have got. One, let me continue on this clip because then this goes even crazier.
6: The host is responsible for, like, dealing with um, stuff that has to pertain to, like, the body's life. Like, what the these singlets in the outside world perceive, what the body wants to do, their vocation, kind of, who they are as a person. So, like, even if, like, the host is not the original, the host has to mask as the original. Okay,
1: so this person continues on
6: oh yeah and some systems can also have uh more than one host i haven't seen it often but like my system has um myself who's host and original and carly who i mentioned earlier um she split off from me when i was 14
1: okay so this person here hasn't seen so someone in the did community Uh says i haven't seen it very often but i the special snowflake that i am have two hosts. I'm very see.
2: Special. see I, I'm now starting to go. All right, two hosts is a way of saying I've got two two d- people. Two I've got two people.
1: Yeah. What the fuck
2: are these altars?
1: I don't know that. But there's, we've got definitions for them later on. But this is the like special snowflake one upper society. So uh-huh. this person's gone like, oh, everyone has one host usually, or well, me. Huh. <laughs> I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I I'm special. <laughs> I actually have I I have two. Uh-huh. I I'm pretty good. But again, this is the what, You know what? If I were into sports, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Michael Jordan's like, I'm going to become the best. I'm not going to win one ring. I'm not going to win two championship three. I'm going to win six, you know? And then every, like he's like, no one's ever done that before. I'm going to win six, like three back to back twice. Like I'm going to I'm going to become a professional baseball player and I'm going to come back and I'm going to win it again. I'm going to be in Looney Tunes, uh, Space Jam, greatest anime, one of the greatest animated films of all time. And I'm going to come back and win the championship all again. Yeah. You know? If only these people were into sport, because then they'll be highly competitive. You know, I'm glad they're not in the workforce, obviously, but they'll be highly competitive with each other. Because this, this is so. This person's got two hosts, amazing, and they're saying, "I haven't seen that very often, if not ever." I'm the only one I know that has multiple hosts, and then this is what the next person says.
6: Yeah, basically, some systems need two hosts to go fifty-fifty to do things, and that's kind of how mine works. We
5: have three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm not special, snowflakey enough. I I, I guess I have three hosts out Yeah. So now
2: we've there's got- so much of them just getting together, and it's bullshit. Look, mate, I'm not. Look, maybe they've all got did, okay?
1: But there's just that moment of just yeah of just coming together, and it's just bullshit. Is it? Is that echo chamber? They're like, oh yes, you definitely do have two people inside yeah. you that are, are hosting. that now they've got all these people here. They say this during the podcast, which I thought was because the other thing. Italian. The other thing
2: that I find interesting, right? Uh, you know when people used to say the pronouns they, them, he, she, yeah. he, that, whatever. Yeah. That's fairly new. Yeah, and if someone has had has got did let's say for five, six, seven years, when they're that person, they're not going to necessarily use those pronouns. No, they no. might if they've learnt them. But if if that that person hasn't come out that often. Yeah. They're still gonna be in those time lapses of like what the fuck's but, going on but, with but the, the world. The big
1: thing like like you said, if they're disassociating with these people, they're just transferring and they don't remember. I don't understand how they can know that they've got hundred and thirteen yeah. people in time. Yeah. Crazy. Okay, look, this I think this is why they're undiagnosed. <laughs> My psychiatrist won't officially diagnose me because it takes like seven to ten years in order to be diagnosed as a DID or OSDD system. Aha. <laughs> So there you go. So they they're acknowledging that they're obviously trying to get help. They want instant like you're definitely DID. Yeah. They want that instant gratification. Uh-huh. They're not getting it, and this is where they're trying to let loose. Now, this is some fun stuff. Now, this is where the crazy part of the. enough, this is where the crazy part <laughs> of the episode <laughs> kicks in. So look at this one here. So they're talking about birthdays, and one of them says, "All of my people inside my head have the same birthday."
5: Day. No,
1: no, 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 Our birthday.
3: Everything within the system is communism. We have to talk about this, okay? <laughs>
5: well, not necessarily. Uh, some of us have different birthdays, Truebell. Uh, <laughs>
1: so, True like, well, everyone, like, you know, it's the same birthday as me. We all share the same birthday. It's communism, not, you know. And the other goes, no, no, no. I've got a hundred people in my head. And we all have different birthdays. <laughs> like, I love, wait a second. I love
2: it. I love it. I love it. Okay. This is um, all that one-upping stuff. This is that one-upping stuff. Yeah, this is what we're yeah.
1: talking about. Okay, so they talk about people in their brain, like different parts of their brain. And there, these are people called the protectors, mm. and they do a certain function. So if you have people in your head, you have people that act as this sort of person.
5: So protectors are the ones who, like, if there's like a trauma or a stressor, they're the ones who are going to start fronting and be like, uh, "Yeah, we got this," and they. They tend to be true to their name, very protective. Turn of off the, the body, fucking
2: background your- music. I know. Sorry, I know it's Just that. killing so, me. So
1: the protector part of the brain, or the person, so protects people from the trauma, it takes the initial hit, and keeps everyone calm and t- all the other people calm and sane. Right? Mm, mm, all mm. good. Yeah. This is just another part of your brain. This is just another aspect of your person. You pee? No, i am just. <laughs> move the, the headphones. I can't. They don't reach. I've got to move That's the, the thing uh, for it. There we go. This is just fair. another part of your personality. Yeah. Like you know, you know, what? sometimes I have to be brave. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes I have to be. You know, um, you know, have courage. Sometimes I have to have a brain. Sometimes I have to have. Sometimes
2: a heart. the straw person needs to have a heart. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah. that yeah. cowardly lion, yeah. straw yeah. man,
1: tin man. Like you know, yeah. the, the tin man needs a heart. The cowardly lion needs a. Bravery, and they don't really need what like they don't, they already have it. They just need like a token to say that they they've got it. like the yeah. Calvary Lion gets a badge, like the, the Tin Man gets at the clock at a heart, and, and uh, like you know like everyone coming out of university, the Scarecrow gets yeah. Yeah. a degree. Church <laughs> needs
2: written <laughs> jokes for him. That's right. Yeah, you know, yeah, we we understand.
1: Uh, so have a listen to this. They talk, and not even, and they've got a thousand people on this show, and none of them listen to each other.
6: I, like, I I came back and you were on the last sentence of that and I was like, wow, oh. I dissociated Sorry. No, I, just,
1: I think I'm pretty sure
3: I dissociated while I was speaking. Like I was, I mentioned CSA and my
1: brain was just like, ah. So one person goes, whatever you were saying, I wasn't listening because I disassociated for that time. And the person or, talking- Oh, we're, just wasn't listening. listening. Yeah. And the person goes, while they were talking, I disassociated too. So I didn't even, I didn't even- They're pe- all trying <laughs> to just making sure that, no, no, it's me, it's me. Okay, so let's talk about the next type of people in yeah. their heads, the caretakers, which I found fascinating.
6: Caretakers are the parents. They usually take care of the littles or they like, take on a nurturing role to other alters who are not as emotionally stable or like mentally or physically stable that's really it caretakers also can um in the front can take care of the body as well like um food making sure meds are taken all
1: that so they've got people in their brain that act as caretakers and they don't take care of the host they take care of the other alters in the brain do
2: you know do you know who i want do you know who i want to come onto this podcast this person tyler yeah. The adult baby diaper life. I know.
1: He's
2: he's he just seems
1: is amazing. I just he's love. Just a great bloke. Yeah. I love that bloke. Definitely check it out. Okay, another type of person the gatekeepers. Now gatekeepers go into this whole I, I've got to admit.
2: Right. I I have been studying psychology for a long uh, and time and I work in psychology uh and I have been in this field since 2008. Yeah. I have no... This is the first time I'm learning I'm about... I'm pretty
1: sure they're making all this up. Gatekeepers. It's like
2: keepers,
1: their own thing. Altars. Yeah, I okay. So let's talk about gatekeepers. Let's go.
4: So gatekeepers oftentimes manage the inner world. For us, she's almost like a godlike figure only on the inner world. Let me emphasize only in the inner world. Um, she is able to control everything that goes down. So when an altar is created, when an altar takes control, uh, she's able to control what the inner world looks like. And the inner world is this imaginary world within the brain where alters live and it can interact. So it's all
1: imaginary. It's got an imaginary thing. You've got hundreds of people in your brain, but you've got this omnipotent being that actually isn't taking care of the body, just omnipotent being of the people inside your brain. Do you, this. Is the is Like I said, the show only gets more stupid the more you look into it and the more you listen to it. <laughs> uh, church,
2: church, I disassociated then. Oh, it's great.
1: <laughs> you don't even, even okay. Oh, I thought you were going to one up me. Uh, oh, Kieran, th- my, my whole sec- life, my whole life has been disassociated. <laughs> I set you
2: up for the one up. I know. I it's like you. Set I can't me up.
1: even do it. I don't even have the fortitude to to even validate their one upping methodology. <laughs> you know. But here we go. So the gatekeeper. Have you ever played a video game called Five Nights at Freddy's? Or know what it is?
2: I've played Mario Kart sixty
1: four. I'm very impressed with mm. what you can do, yeah. and you're not even that good. <laughs> <laughs> but Five Nights at Freddy's is basically you are in a um, Chuck E. Cheese type environment with those uh-huh. animatronics. But you're monitoring the uh, video cameras, okay, the so, video monitors yeah. in a warehouse, to, like, you know, okay. in a control room, and you're trying to see when the animatronic things come to life. Okay, so it's a little bit like Takeshi's Castle. Exactly.
3: Okay. Uh, so Mark is our current gatekeeper, but he was just kind of, like, put there because there's a bunch of chaos. So they're like, hey, Mark, um, just <laughs> you do this. And so he kind of took on... It took on kind of like a five nights at Freddy's office situation where he was like pressing buttons to keep certain things out. It was sort of like that sort of thing. That's what he knew. And that's what kind of the, the mind
1: kind of. So this guy, so this person made a character in their head and this person was doing a different job. And then the host said, hey, Mark, actually, we don't need you to do that job anymore. Instead of just creating another character specifically to do that job she goes well look your skills are great we're actually really impressed with your resume what we think is we don't need you in this job at the moment but we think this job might suit you i just you feel up. like
2: one of them talks, and then the other one's like well i've got a better story, I've got now. A better story. Yeah, 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 yeah sorry yeah
1: okay but then they say something that's even more ridiculous one of the big things is you're
3: kind of not supposed to be aware that you're a system you're supposed to be unaware and they all the elders do their jobs and kind of make sure things are functional. But sometimes, just sometimes, you figure those motherfuckers out. And you're like, Hey, I'm here.
1: And they're like, shit. And so that's when things start getting getting really calm. So you're not supposed to know that you're a system. Again, this goes back to, I'm... Work George. <laughs> I'm... I understand, like, oh, work George isn't meant to go, you know, is not family George. Yeah. Podcast George is not, you know, hanging out with my friends. Well, basically, it's the same It's (laughs) basically, that that, that is... uh... They're all merging into one, (laughs) one terrible person, right? The older I get. But they're like, oh, you're not meant to know that you're a system. But these people go, but... I do know, and I know that I have a hundred and thirteen people in my head. I just don't believe it. I don't believe it all. Okay, they've got um I've only got like a couple of clips there, okay. right? But this is what is an interject?
3: Oh, uh, so interjects are alters that are formed from outside sources so these can be real people or fictional people um, either ones that um, brought comfort during childhood during traumatic times or they can sometimes there can be interjects of
1: abusers so you can have persecutor interjects so you can have people living inside your head or, and that can take over your body as an altar that it interjects and they can either be fictional characters Or
2: your abuser. I have to tell you, Turch, the uh, DSM five
1: yeah
2: needs a lot of updating. I was going to say a lot of updating.
1: But this is this is the point in the show that I knew all of it was all of it was leading up to this one point. And I think you know what's about to happen.
3: (laughs) There's really no limit as to what interjects can be. I'm pretty sure. We also. Non-human altars are also really a, a common thing in systems. Uh, we have dragon altars, we have canine altars in our system, and so that's a whole other topic
1: we'll be talking. So, person number seventy-two in my head is actually a dragon. <laughs> that's what this is. What no. this person has said? No, they've just got they just they've
2: just got imaginary friends. friends. They've just got a shit ton of imaginary friends.
1: Okay. Okay, but, <laughs> but even between the Simpsons characters living in your brain next to the dragons from the Game of Thrones uh-huh. and the 400 people that you've made up, one thing is important, Kieran, out of all of this, and that is consent.
5: Something that's always been nagging at me when I'm talking to other people about systems and whatnot Yes, we may each do things that are different from what the body would do, but I would hope at least that there's always consent going on. Not just within the system, but interrelationships with the people outside of the system. So say if one of my alters wants to go and kiss somebody or whatever, there's always gonna be, like, consent. There's gotta be agreement all within the headspace.
1: So but how do the other altars know? <laughs> so, Kieran, you're out with a chick, and this chick says, I got a hundred people in my head. And you go, Hey, do you want to just do, do, do a make out? Like a little bit? That's yeah, great. Kiss, yeah. can I kiss you goodnight. And she goes, Wait a second. And then you hear the gears cranking <laughs> in her brain. <laughs> and she goes, Yes. It's because a hundred people inside her head agreed. Oh,
2: <laughs> and if you've got a hundred people in your head, there's got to be one asshole
1: oh yeah there's always to yeah, be the one arsehole
2: that's going to be like oh
1: you've got the interjects which might be like your bully yeah
2: or the dragon <laughs> or going or the dragon let's no, kill you... this motherfucker. motherfucker yeah
1: Yeah. okay okay so so to discuss so these hundred people living inside your head need to discuss things and so you you have this city in your head where all these people live right hmm. which means you need construction mm-hmm. to happen mm-hmm. <laughs> permits mm-hmm. and shit there should be
3: um yeah something that we're currently they're they're constructing is an equity hall and it's going to be a place where decisions are made like official decisions so it's not kind of like on a whim hopefully we can get some impulsive decisions to to be a little more thought thought over before we take action so this person
2: has equity a, hall has
1: a, <laughs> wait, this person has a city in their head where oh. all, her, all her imaginary friends live right and they go okay and they're gonna, they're gonna vote and they, wait, and they go you know what we need we need a hall an equity hall great and you think to yourself okay well it's my brain I can do whatever I want I can just will things into existence like a magician and her idea is no 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 these hundred people some of them must be construction workers and engineers because we're <laughs> currently under construction <laughs> in my brain. Uh, no wonder she needs 100 people. Uh, it's because 50 of them are doing construction work. Uh, and you need a lollipop guy. <laughs> you, need, you need an engineer. And there's a lot of construction. It's she a needs quantity a quantity surveyor.
2: She needs a government to
1: pay the construction
2: workers. It's needs like the
1: brick. Company to make the bricks of the yep. concrete she yep. the boat. She's got like fifteen wogs in there yelling at each other about the concrete. Yeah, <laughs> they got oh. the upholsterers for the chairs they're going to put in. It's going to take forever. It's a, a, a multi-million-dollar year-long <laughs> project. You know they've just got the permits, obviously, to bulldoze oh. the land. There might even be some asbestos on the land. Oh, no! Some issues.
2: Don't you say the asbestos oh. word.
1: But can you imagine like okay, uh th- like you like build an equity hall in your head and you're like, Okay, I can see it like you think yourself like a big, you know, old maybe you know, like an old uh like the state library type thing uh-huh. in your head. This person's like, No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start construction <laughs> <for> <laughs> these hundred people. Amazing. Okay. Uh okay. Okay something I'd like people who don't know Okay. So they're gonna talk about that. they're sorta of signing off now, right they're right That was it. That was the highlight for me. Amazing. But they're going to talk about some of the things that they wish other people who don't understand D.I.D. really knew. Something
3: I'd like people who don't know, like anything about D.I.D.,
1: what I wish they knew is we're people too. Well, you're not one people, you're a hundred people. You're a system, aren't you? You're a system. Yeah. Because that's what you
2: kept referring yourself to as a system. Absolutely. With alters. But no, you are people.
1: Yes. Yeah. All right, so next one here. What pe- what they want people to know.
4: There, there are very, very, very few limits as to what the idea is. There's very few known, and a lot of it is based on the imagination of the child when this was all occurring, or the imagination now when you're splitting, or stuff like that. There are no limits. No sort of animal that an altar can't be. An altar can be an item.
1: So let's go one step further. Not only can your, in your brain an altar be... A dragon that takes over your body and suddenly you're going Aah! around the place. <laughs> suddenly you can finally be here in your favourite Simpsons character, the inanimate carbon rod. Oh, <laughs> I can be a carbon rod. We love the rod. Like, like, to think, like, yes, one of my alters, who's helping build Equity Hall, <laughs> is going to sit on the council is the inanimate carbon rod. I think you might have a little bit of trouble getting the inanimate carbon rod <laughs> to vote. <laughs> Or to understand the issues that are in thing. And that makes sense now when they say, oh, uh, my elders don't know English, because one of them might be an inanimate carbon fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh. they say something here that I know is definitely not true. A lot of people
3: have this disorder. Uh, it is as common as people having red hair so we're
1: everywhere Okay,
2: no, no, <laughs> you're not red hair is
1: between 2 and 5% it's of the population it's very, very rare disorder 0.0001% <laughs> yeah. something stupid yeah. about it. Okay. Um, how's this one though, Kieran mm-hmm. I'm going to diagnose you right now I All think right. you might have DID I know you don't think you might have it but I, I think you do some people may not even know they have it if you've got a hundred people living in your brain, yeah, I think that, oh, and you black out for long periods of time, I think mm-hmm. you might know that you, you may not know that you have DID, but uh-huh. you might know you have a tinkling of something that might be wrong with you that you need to get checked out. Oh, here
2: we go. This is a, non, a non-credible. a non Oh, here we go. Yeah. Even better. This is a credible source. Uh, less than 1%. Less
1: than 1%. Less than 1%. That's what I'm, I'm going to go less than 0.1%. To, like that, as, a, as a professional statistician, uh-huh. I'm going to go with that. Now, this is how I know there's people aren't very smart.
3: There are positive triggers and negative triggers. There is no limit as to what triggers can be. They can be the littlest things. They can be big things. There's positive and negative triggers. So... I don't know what Discord sound just went off, but my brain just got completely wiped clean.
1: Okay, so she hears like a Discord thing, which Uh is like a Skype uh kind of equivalent type thing, right? And she's totally wiped out. She has no idea. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know what? If she was really smart, she would have, oh, sorry, I just disassociated. But she didn't. She got completely distracted by a bell and whistle. Yeah. Okay, but it seems like just
2: standard memory loss is just standard not listening. It's like, oh, no, I disassociated. No,
1: no, no, you could have just... Not been paying attention. You just didn't pay attention. You're yeah. on your phone, you're in class, you're on your phone, or you just zoned out. One girl talks about on the show that she couldn't see, she was blurring, and then she got glasses and she still couldn't see, but she, you know, she was just like not looking at the board anyway and not yeah. listening to the teacher. I'm like, you're not disassociating, you're just not doing school well. <laughs> not interested. Okay, but they, at least they end the show with a very positive piece of advice
6: yeah and if you haven't showered today go take a shower because showers are healthy as a matter of fact
1: there you go that's a great way. i will
2: go home and have a shower
1: thanks to this podcast here so kieran thank you i would I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna reach out to these this system the true system because they put their um uh, email address mm-hmm. and their twitter handle oh, that'd be great right. i would w- would i would love to talk to them in person like i the, i think it's ridiculous yeah, I don't think that these people have what they have. Yeah, but maybe it's because I don't haven't talked to them properly enough.
2: Might, well, maybe they, maybe we've got it all wrong. Maybe we do. And that's fine. And, and if look, they want to listen, if they if they want to be on the show, absolutely. And they want to know how they'll all, be treated.
1: All sixty plus people of yeah. True Bell system. So we, we have listened. We've tried to understand the best we can. I've got in you know, a person who literally works in the field, and we still don't understand. Obviously, you know better. know what? These people here, and this might be maybe a little bit little bit crazy, mm. but these people here are the anti-vaxxers of the psychology world. Right, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, they've got, I'm self-diagnosed. I have this illness. They don't get help. And when someone will come along, actually, I think you're being a little bit stupid. They're like, well, you're stupid because you haven't done the research. Hmm. I see
2: your point. You I see, see your point. point. <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe it's not as strong as I thought it was, but there's definitely that air of like, I'm above this because I've read all about it and I've talked to like five or six other people that say they have it too. Uh, uh, look, I, I, I let, let me end with this. Uh, for a health professional
2: to give someone a diagnosis, it's a very serious thing.
1: Yeah, I would hope so. It's
2: a very serious thing. And a health professional in their right are going to be conservative and take their time.
1: Of course they will. It's not because they're squeezing money out of you or they don't want it. It's because they actually have a duty of care and they probably really care about, one, their profession, two, their their job, and three, you. (laughs)
2: Treatment is 10%. Assessment and diagnosis is 90% of the work. Yeah. Once you've got that. Treatment. You could,
1: tick, you could tick all the boxes. I, I,
2: I you, you, what,
1: that's Because you, you know, know the, you know
2: what we need to do I was now. Say,
1: once you find the cause issue, yeah. you can solve. You the can issue. solve it. Yeah. But if you don't know, if you just don't know the issue, you just get, uh, you know, looking at the symptoms rather than the actual, the actual causes, the actual causes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly right. Oh, look, this was a fascinating show. Yeah. I'm glad that you liked it. Just I, as much as me. I, I loved it.
2: And when I listened to it, I was like, I, I know what Turch is going to do. Oh, he's gonna clip that.
1: <laughs> this was the most clips I've ever taken. I had over forty clips. I don't think I used them all. That's how crazy it was. But Kieran, I think we're gonna wrap it up. It's been a long episode. We had to make up for the for the old the last episode it was a bit of a short one. But if you, ladies and gentlemen out there, for all your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and obviously subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's uh, a heap of fun. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, and join rate, us on the live streams, join us on the live yeah, It's yeah. so good. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, or death threat, or a rant, record it on your phone and email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Kieran, thank you so much for being in the studio Woo. today. And we will see you all next Thursday. <laughs>
2: The, th- the, the 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 sound the tune <laughs> <sighs>